This is the Relevant Podcast. It's episode 971, and it's the Relevant Podcast here in Orlando. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. And from Nashville, Tennessee, artist, producer, and mogul, Derek Miner. What's happening? Hey, well, we have some news, listeners, dear listeners. Uh, you know, we're going into summer. A lot of people are going on summer break. This is Jamie's last show before mm. she goes on a month-long vacation, sabbatical, unplug with her family to Italy. So... This is Anne. I'm out, guys. Uh, yeah, she's out. So uh, we just want to kind of soak in all the Jamie Ivyness that we can today. <laughs> J- Jamie, I have I have a question for you. Yes. Um, now, a lot of people have different strategies when they're traveling abroad, and you're in the final stages of preparation for this big trip right. to Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is your strategy once you get there? To blend into the culture, or are you one to walk around with people knowing that this is American tourists? In other words, have you packed clothes that and purchased things that will try to make you just blend right in, or is that even a concern? Because for me, I would be dressed like a gondolier every day, and I would be <laughs> indistinguishable from just just your average Italian in those red pants and that black striped shirt and a little funny beret. Is that your strategy here, Jamie? <laughs> strategy. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe a necklace made of garlic cloves or something. What is your strategy, Jamie? Olive oil, wherever I am. Oh, what is he talking she's wearing. About? She's going to wear cowboy boots and a red naga hat, and then she's yeah. going to blend right in. Uh, no, uh, no. My strategy is just to because we're going for so long. Like our first stop is fourteen days in one Airbnb. That's awesome, and so. I plan on just acting like I live there. Like I want to yeah. know the lady's name who's selling groceries down the grocery store. I, I want to just feel like I live there for 14 days. That's my strategy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Italian? Uh, zero. Like, <laughs> and I've told you guys before. Probably won't I've said, blend in. No, I won't blend in at all. But I've told you guys this before that whenever I go to different countries, I can't help it. It is the weirdest, most... Um, embarrassing thing that happens to me. I just, when someone speaks to me in their native tongue, I start speaking Spanish. Like I like, like as if they know Spanish. So but your just, response to the Italian waiter is, Como se dice? Kobe. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And she's like, I only order, Me- I only order Mexican food too. Do no, no, no matter where she goes, she's ordering enchiladas. <laughs> only. That's all she knows how to order. I hate it so much, but it just comes out. And my entire family's embarrassed, but I'm like, I'm enchilada really pervert. Per <laughs> right. Hey, okay, Jamie. Can I, this is just speaking of blending Mexican food. <laughs> that is food so and, weird. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> speaking of blending Mexican food thing. and Italian food, this is and we talked about this the other day. But this is how tired I was. The, the other last week it was Tuesday, and I came home and usually we do Taco Tuesday at my house. But my wife had made a large Italian meal, and there was like a pan of like meat sauce on the stove. Okay. 
and they're with, with pasta in the sink, like whole deal, right? And I'm uh-huh. and I'm the only one home, so I'm coming to make my dinner. I pulled out tortillas, okay, and <laughs> guacamole and salsa, and began loading the meat sauce into a tortilla, thinking that this was some taco sort of taco, taco meat. You know, completely oblivious to the Italian. And I took a bite, Jamie. I'll tell you this: you can go revolutionize the culinary world over there right now by making meat sauce tacos. It, it, I stumbled upon it, and I think. You you're the person to take this overseas and change the world right now. I'll let the sweet lady down at the little Italian bar where we're going to be eating dinner on a random Tuesday night. I'll ask her if she's ever tried. Let me blow your mind. Meat yeah. sauce tacos. <laughs> hey, y'all, have y'all tried meat sauce tacos? Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let, me, do that bueno. in a, let, let me do that in a language you understand. Yeah. Como se dice? Jesse, Jesse, similar to your story, I was at Trader Joe's and bought salsa and bought tomato sauce for pasta, blah, blah, blah. And the other night I was hungry. It was a little, so I grabbed some tortilla chips and I went and grabbed the jar of salsa and I was eating it. And I was like, man, this Trader Joe's salsa is like different. It's interesting. Wow. Realized I was having the, the, the Italian red sauce, Mm. not the salsa. But, but it hey, worked. Hey, it worked. It worked. Thank you. We stumbled on something. Jamie, this is, th- that this happened could to not me have... when I had COVID. I thought I was eating chips and salsa, but I was eating chips and tomato sauce. <laughs> I didn't even know it. This can't be a coincidence, Jamie. Marinara this cannot be a coincidence. <laughs> this is your opportunity to go change the world. Okay, fusion, I'm on it. Asian fusion or Mexican fusion. All right. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to... John Mark McMillan, he has a new album out. He's one of our favorite artists, and he's a longtime friend of the podcast. Excited to have him on the show today. Also, we have a game at the end of the show that it's a game like we've never done before. It's called Silly Songs with Jesus. And oh, oh boy, I just, I, I, you are not ready for what you're about to experience. All right, stay tuned. Up next, it's Slices. to Chloe Moriando, Thomas Hayden, and Alfie Templeman. The song is Dizzy. There's so many people on that song. Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now, and the reviews that count are in. Amazing. Did not disappoint. Flurry of emotions. It was powerful, heartbreaking, uplifting. You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen season four. Episodes one through three of The Chosen season four are in theaters till February 14th. So visit thechosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's thechosenriseup.com for tickets today. All right, it's time for Slices. All right, what do you have, Jesse? All right, well, uh, we live in a very interesting time when it comes to, um, you know, the links a lot of artists are kind of forced to go to, you know, kind of make money in the streaming era, particularly music artists. Derek, I'm sure, you know, you've experienced all these changes in the industry. Uh, I mean, one of the the plus sides is I feel like the the whole concept of, quote unquote, like selling out has basically evaporated. That used to be like a pejorative, like, oh, you, you know, your your song's on a Pepsi commercial. What a sellout. Now mm-hmm. it's like, hey, your song's on a Pepsi commercial. That's awesome. Like our whole mindset about artists 
taking opportunities to be able to monetize their work has changed. And right. there's one company that I feel like has is really trying to take a swing with this. And that company is Taco Bell. Now, you guys know me. I'm a big Taco Bell advocate, huge advocate for the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just fantastic product all the way around. <laughs> and uh, they have uh, embarked on an interesting marketing campaign. Uh, because it was announced that uh, they will soon be debuting a musical. It's coming on May 26th, and it will premiere on the Taco Bell TikTok channel. Um, and it will be called uh, Mexican Pizza the Musical. No. And it will tell the story of passionate Mexican pizza advocates bringing the menu item back after it had been taken off the menu back in 2020. Um, now, Buzz, Buzz this. for this project first started when the artist Doja Cat uh, released a little quote-unquote, Mexican pizza jingle. Basically, her kind of freestyling about Mexican pizza on her TikTok channel. But the great thing was she prefaced it you know, basically acknowledging how cringy this was and that she was contractually obligated to do this rap about Mexican pizza. What? Well, By who? That was unclear. She signed an endorsement deal with (laughs) Taco Bell. And and evidently part of it was, hey, you have to release a TikTok freestyle about Mexican pizza. She obliged uh, with her preface that she knew this was pretty corny, and uh, it went viral. And uh, in in the wake of the virality of this video, um, uh, Taco Bell was working behind the scenes to actually bring the Mexican pizza back, which they allowed Doja Cat to announce on stage recently at Coachella. So Coachella, so she just kind of, own the moment. And it turns out that uh, in January, Dolly Parton in an interview was randomly asked about Mexican pizza. And she said, sure, I'd bring it back. But that seems to be her only connection to this product. Uh, But she, too, has been linked to this musical. It will star Doja Cat, Dolly Parton, and who knows who else. And it will be a musical about Taco Bell bringing back the Mexican pizza. And they've actually hired, uh, you know, legit movie and TV writers to write the musical, um, presumably spending a lot of money. I got to say, listen, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to watch it, but I don't hate this concept. Like I'm all for the advertising and marketing industry to shake it up a little and at least be somewhat self-aware about how corny some of this stuff is. And that seems to be Taco Bell. They seem to have sort of a meta satirical approach to this whole thing. Right. Because the, because, The, the the Mexican pizza itself is sort of a meta thing. You know what I mean? It's but, a Mexican pizza. But it's like it's like a younger. It's like the the joke is like the Doja Cat saying, "Hey, let's bring back Mexican pizza." What I don't understand is why Dolly Parton, who has funded vaccines and is getting honored in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, what is Dolly Parton doing on a TikTok musical for Taco Bell? I don't understand that Cash and at checks. all. Hey, it's- it must be the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like Kramer in that one episode of Seinfeld where you got burned by the coffin. They'd be like, all right, so listen, we're gonna, you know, and they're behind the scenes. They're like, we're going to have to pay Dolly Parton like $10 million for this and give her Taco Bell for life. And as soon as they, <laughs> as soon as they would bring me in, they'd be like, all right, so first off, Taco Bell for life. Sold. Like, <laughs> no money. Yeah. Man, hey, well, this is already what you're telling me to do, Jesse. This Mexican pizza, this is like. They're it's merging. a proof of concept. Oh, this is just what I'm about to do in a couple weeks. I'm going to go to it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. I like there it. There it is. Uh, uno pizza, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I would say right there. And then my whole family would be like, Mom, 
We're in Italy, not in Mexico. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. It just comes out. If there's someone speaking Fusion. another language, Fusion. I start Spanish. <laughs> and it's not like I speak Spanish, you guys. I know like seven words. So it's not even like I'm fluent. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. What do you have, Jamie? Okay. So um, my son loves to play video games and um, I was asking him what he thought about this and he thought it'd be really cool. Uh, there now is uh, mouth aptics for VR that allow users to feel different virtual experiences with their mouths when they're playing video games. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, okay? These include feeling like the wind at your face while riding a, ba- a bike, taking a sip of, of water from a fountain, feeling the water on your lips. But then this, you guys... Covering yourself with spiders that you'll feel running in and around your mouth while you're playing a game. This, I think, is like torture. And I don't know why people would want to have this actually happening in their life. But they're programmed to do all these different things, like uh, different taps that you can feel while you're playing the video games. My son said he thought it'd be cool. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to feel like I'm walking through cobwebs in a forest before getting covered in spider venom. Your your son your son said he, he would enjoy this? Yeah, he said he would do it. It would go along with whatever game he's playing. I, I heard that you oh, could also cool. feel kissing. Ooh, I don't VR, like this. VR I don't kissing. like this. I was going to say, how, how many video games involve eating spiders? <laughs> Is there a game I don't know about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's still early, but um, I virtual reality always scares me because of a, uh, what's that show, Black Mirror, that yeah, I, uh-huh. I saw an episode about it one time, and I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Listen, I don't know how this is going to be good. Society but. is on the fast track to just become the the people in Wally. Remember the people in Wally? Yeah. They just had these like all encompassing chairs. I Every, don't they like never it. moved. I mean, like everything's virtual. Hey, real Everything, talk. Yeah. Doesn't seem that bad. Sounds great. <laughs> I know. I, know. I mean, I know. I, Wally got pretty judgy with how cool technology could be. You can be one of those little rascals that look like a lazy boy. I ain't complaining. With an iPad connected, three big gulps. Yeah. What's the big deal? This is too much for me. It's I'm a lot. Chilling. I know. I don't it's know. It's a lot. It's happening. We're but if you're playing a slope. video game and you're like flying through the spa- through the space or whatever, and you could feel air on your face or whatever, that would be kind of cool. But then if you're playing a video game and someone starts kissing on you, that's all weird. That's just weird. At, at it's Disney, not okay. they have like this Muppets 4D thing where it's like a 3D Muppets movie, but then like you know Fozzie squirts the flower yeah. and you get them, you get drops on your mist. face and you feel the wind every once in a while, whatever. That's fine. But the whole thing of like you can it feels like you can touch things and kiss things and whatever. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> that's a little that's too a lot. I'm out. Yeah. That's too much judge dread for me. That's it's a little too much. But but the, here, here's the thing about that four D thing. It's like this isn't four D. Like you're not manipulating my senses to make it feel like you're spraying me in the face with water. You're actually, you're actually spraying me in the face with water. Like when I put the goggles on, I'm not actually in outer space. It's just you're manipulating my senses to make yeah. me feel like I'm in outer space. The Fozzie, no, you literally just sprayed water directly yeah. into my face, Fozzie. Yeah. Well, it was 1990s technology, Jesse. It was uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Now yeah. they don't even have to spray water at you when you think yeah. you got sprayed in the face. I don't even want to know how that works. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, like here's another thing. My kids, like... Our Xbox controllers, they are sticky. 
They got mm-hmm. Cheeto dust Gross. on it and all of that different <laughs> stuff. Like, imagine putting on a helmet. It, like, do you do you clean the little mouthpiece where they kiss it's you? Just yours. Like, it's just your own mouthpiece. And I it's mean, like, like when your retainer you, in every night. It's like you know? yeah, it's like a family <laughs> toothbrushes. You don't use one toothbrush. You all have your own toothbrush. You have your but own you helmet. Got, but but we do get rid of our toothbrushes after a couple months, though. Well, maybe we'll have you, every six months. Is what I'm saying. Whoa. So like, yeah. So I'm saying. Like, do you get rid of the kiss thing? It probably the has VR a sanitizer that comes months? with it. TBD. It yeah. trust, TBD. Uh, do, you, do, do you trust your 13-year-old to sanitize his <laughs> kiss guard or That's, whatever? We're not having kiss guards in our house. Like, no one's no one's fake kissing. Again. No Again. one's having a fake Video kiss on their face. Or his, or his, or his, his spider web uh, yeah. manipulator thing. Like, do you, do you, I don't trust that. Yeah. Like what mission in in like Fortnite or Call of Duty? It's like, all right, now you got to go kiss the bad guy, and it's like, oh, well, it's a kiss right. of death, Jesse. Yeah, you, I mean, you do the cheek cheek, every and then you thirteen kill year old boy would want to go play that game. Then, just FYI, you, then you got to go eat some spiders. Dad's gonna come in, kids are in bed, he's gonna put on the helmet to play some games, and all of a sudden, this tastes like Cheetos. What? The world? Gross. <laughs> this technology is unbelievable. <laughs> they can make the spiders. They, I Eight spiders that taste like Cheetos. Cheetos. I don't know how they did it. Oh, stop, y'all. Stop. We ghost out for real. All right. All right. Quickly. What do you have, uh, Derek? All right. Mine is real quick. Scientists found the uh, yellow brick road. Uh, oh, wait, was, yeah. From, was in this, uh, it was in the Wizard Oz, of Oz. Right? Yeah. Dorothy. Yeah, there was this submarine that was uh, in the ocean, and they were looking at the bottom of the ocean out there by Hawaii, and they saw a man made yellow brick road. On the freaking oh, Hawaii's just dope, you know what I'm saying? Like Hawaii, y'all got the Wizard of Oz, Yellow Brick Road, <laughs> right in y'all little island, bro. So that's crazy. Wait a second, know? on the floor of the ocean, there's a man-made Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, hold on, let me see. It's well, the floor. I'm gonna read it. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I I was looking at this one too because it looks exactly like what you would think a, a bricked road would look like. But evidently, scientists are saying it's some sort of volcanic. Uh, you, you know, like you know, the remnants of some sort of explosion, and it you know settled that way. So it's not; it doesn't lead to like Atlantis. Or I know something, a yellow brick road if when I see it. You believe that? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather believe that Atlantis is under Hawaii. So I'm gonna believe what I want. Yeah, both of them seem equally plausible to me. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, John Mark McMillan joins us. Listening to Sharon Van Etten. The song is Mistakes. Well, Relevant has a lot happening this year, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com, and we'll send you our top five trending stories sent to your inbox every weekday. We'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes, some uh, fan extras, and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Our guest today is John Mark McMillan. 
He's a singer-songwriter who's written popular worship songs like How He Loves and his latest single, Awake in My Dream. He sat down with our very own downtown Emily Brown to discuss why it's important to not be afraid of dreaming big, why Christians should have more hope, and how you can walk alongside God to achieve your dreams. Here's our conversation with John Mark McMillan. getting to play live music again you know especially after two years of not getting to do it at all it was very exciting so it was exciting and daunting because i realized so i didn't grow up singing like as a singer like my wife did she grew up singing so she can sing at any moment stop the car on the side of the road get out of the car sing a song any song she can just sing she sounds amazing i like i had to kind of learn how to sing late in life because i was more of a songwriter and i realized that i hadn't kept up my voice through covid So it took me some time to get back into actual singing. We did a um, a benefit, a Ukraine benefit show a few weeks ago, and I was rehearsing the songs. And um, I remember almost just getting emotional practicing this song I hadn't played in a long time. I was like, why am I getting so emotional? And I realized I love playing. I love being with my band and I love singing with people and I love, you know, the worship and the rock and roll and the conversations and all the weird stuff that we do at our shows. Like I'm, I missed it a lot, but mostly I just missed being with those people and singing and, you know, seeing their faces and hearing their voices and just being a part of that thing that you can't recreate at home on the screen, you know? excited about is your new music uh you have a song called atlanta out now so what's the story behind that song where did it come from so atlanta was the place when i first started uh in my music career growing up in charlotte north carolina atlanta's the city you go through to get anywhere right it's a delta hub so you always fly through there you drive through there if you're going out west the second verse specifically is about a story with my son and he wasn't speaking very much and he was already like three and a half and we were getting worried. I was recording an album in Atlanta and we went to a movie and we left the movie theater and it was snowing in Atlanta, which is weird. Snowing. It never snows in Atlanta or Charlotte. And um, because of that, no one was around. The whole city was empty. Like this massive city that's known for its traffic and you know, it's just totally empty. So we're just walking to the car in this like ghost town. And my son is on my shoulders, like just screaming for joy at the top of his lungs. Cause he can hear like his voice bounce off the buildings, you know, echo. And I was like, you know, I hope he talks. <laughs> I hope he's okay. But you know what, if he's not, if he's, you know, a special needs kid or if he has whatever, whatever he is, he's going to be happy. And that's all I care about. I'm like, you know what? I'm Okay with whoever he is, as long as he's happy and he's going to have joy in his life. And then he ended up talking and now he's a straight A kid and um, he won't stop talking. (laughs) 
you know, but, we, but yeah. So Atlanta though, is, that's just an example of a story from Atlanta where like, I remember that place. I remember Atlanta for Atlanta and it's not just a stepping stone. And I think the metaphor there then is your life. A lot of us, myself included, think that our normal mundane lives are just the stepping stone to the next thing. We're always waiting for the big thing to happen for the big break. Sometimes the best things are the things that are happening in normal life, you know, and there's a lot of magic and love and God right there in the everyday. We're just sometimes too blind to it because we're over familiar or too ambitious for the next thing, you know. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, so many of us focus on what's next and the future and our dreams. So I'd love to know, you know, how do you stay mindful in your current situation or season? Um, Like, what do you do to make sure you're not only looking to the future, but also looking at what's going on around you? I think um, we tend to be very busy. I'm very, very busy. I have to force myself to stop. And I've kind of realized that rest is actually a different type of work. You know, like just stopping is not an easy thing to do if you don't plan for it and prepare for it. At least in my stage of life, we have three kids and, you know, we do the music thing and we've got business stuff and church stuff. And, you know, we're also we're married and love each other. So we want to, like, keep our marriage alive and happy. So there's a lot going on. And so I've realized that it actually takes planning. And so I have to kind of plan to stop. And honestly, I've been working really hard since COVID, um, putting out singles. You know, we we put out singles every six weeks for a while, and then we took a break. And I finished up the other singles, and we're putting out singles every six weeks, or sometimes quicker than six weeks. And I realized, I feel like I'm running out of things to say. I was like, God, why am I running out of things to say? And I realized it's because I haven't spent a whole lot of time, for lack of a better term, listening. Yeah, but yeah, I have to plan for it, if that makes any sense. Um, I have to take time and have to put it on my schedule like another type of work, you know. Life is all what happens in the in between. I just want to be a waking dream. I don't need the end to justify the means. I just want to be, I just want to be a waking dream. As you go out on tour, what is your hope for people who are coming to the show and listening to your music? Early on, I, I was asking, so what could my gift do for me? You know, like, how can I write music that could help me pay my bills? How could I write music that could help me have a career making music? And now that I've had one, it's sort of like, well, then the question has become like, what what do I have to offer all these people that are coming to my shows? You know, like my ultimate goal is to serve them and do something for them. And so I kind of decided if I can create an evening, create a night that reminds people that they are a miracle, you know, that their life is uh, not normal, their life is not common, that they are not just a common thing. If I can defamiliarize them with their own life for a couple hours, you know, and remind them that they're loved by God, but do that in a way you know, we just, we sort of live these lives where we become so familiar with our everyday lives. We forget that like, there's nothing like this happening anywhere else in the universe for like light years, you know? I mean, and if there is, it's so minute that it's it's sort of like, it doesn't matter. It's sort of like most of the universe is like empty. Most of the universe is like nothing. And most of the universe is not aware of itself whatsoever. 
and here we are human beings you know living these lives and walking our dogs and going to work and bumping into friends and getting frustrated at coworkers and struggling to pay our bills and um, working through relationships. And we forget that like all of this is like incredibly uncommon in the universe. Like and to me, some people that doesn't seem to matter, but to me, the fact that, you know, living itself is like an unreal privilege that, you know, and, and I think it's important that we, um, find joy in it. You know, I think we have a responsibility to like really find joy in the lives we've been given because they're just so incredible. Every single one of them. I'm gonna prove my love. I'm gonna prove my love. You know you couldn't lose That was John Mark McMillan. Stay tuned up next. It's oh boy. Silly song with Jesus. I've got you down on your knees. Listening to Yumi Zuma. The song is Where the Light Used to Lay. Okay, it's time for Silly Songs with Jesus. All right, this is a game that our very own Tyler Huckabee put together based on a feature we ran at the site a couple of weeks ago. Okay, there are, there's a whole world of Christian parody videos that are parodies of big pop songs and like mm. little, you know, local church made a little like spoof on it. Okay. Yeah. We posted a collection of the most cringeworthy, unbelievable ones. And here on this game, he has adapted it for the podcast. So here we go. I'm going to read his copy for as, for almost as long as there have been pop songs, there have been parodies of those pop songs. People who want to uh, ride the coattails of a hit with their own unique spin. Sometimes these can be funny, as seen in the work of like Weird Al Yankovic. Sometimes they're annoying, and sometimes they are fully sanctified, as you can see in the deep and wide YouTube rabbit hole of Christian pop song parodies, in which no Christian message is too much of a stretch to be slapped on over a number one hit. Here on this game, each player will get the titles of two Christian pop song parodies. One of them is an actual Christian pop song parody we found on YouTube. The other was made up. If you choose which is the real parody, you get a point. If you guess wrong, your favorite song of all time will be parodied by a Southern Baptist church with too much money. (laughs) All right, starting off. Here we go, Jesse. We're going to start with you. Here's the two options. This is a parody of Justin Bieber's baby called Save Me or... A parody of Megan Trainer's All About That Bass called All About That Christ, which is the oh, actual one. I really want it to be All About That Christ, so I'm going to go with it. You know I'm all about that Christ, about that Christ, no, no devil. I'm no all devil. about that Christ, about that Christ, no devil. I'm all about that Christ, about that Christ, This is this. No they play devil. this in hell, I'm for sure. Christ, <laughs> they play this in hell, right, for that's sure. Not, that's not, that's not all right. Good job. Allow they me to be the him. first to say, checkmate, atheist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Ja- Jamie, you're up. Uh-huh. 
parody of Beyonce's single ladies called Modest Ladies oh. or a parody of Rebecca Black's Friday called Sunday, which is the actual parody. I want to hear the Modest Ladies so badly. I learned how to shop. My looks got pop. And I know my dad approves. I just hope I get all of these wrong. If it's trashy, you got to put the moo moo on for Modest Ladies. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. One to one. We're off to a hot start. All right, Derek, you're up. Uh, I'm totally fine if I lose this game. Parody (laughs) of Taylor Swift's Shake It Off called Put It On or a parody of Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars's Uptown Funk called Holy Spirit Funk, which is the actual parody. I'm going to pick the most fire song of the two. And because I know that Christians ruined this one. And then we're going to go with Mark Ronson. Holy Spirit Funk. I knew y'all was going to ruin this song. Hey, man. Dude, we're tied. One, one, one. Here we go. Next round. Jesse, you're up. Is, okay. Exactly? The parody of Michael Jackson's Beat It called Read It or a parody of Eminem's The Real Slim Shady called The Real Sin Savior, which is oh, the one. Gosh. <laughs> uh, again, I'm going to do the one that I want to be real, and that's Eminem's Real Sin Savior. But if Jesus loves his enemies and Pharisees, and there's no reason that you can't get another chance to believe. But if you feel a slot, you like out the antifreeze. This is not a fantasy. It's important and it's free. I'm sin freely, but Christ for real, baby. It's a wonder he's saved me. This is a sin. So won't you tell him to say This is sin for real. This is sin. This is sin for real. This ain't even, this This is a sin. It's actual sin. Look, the new NF album is fire. Oh, God. God is not happy right now with y'all. I'm sorry. God is not happy with y'all. All right, here we go. Je- uh, Jamie, you're up. A parody of LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem called Party Praise Anthem or a parody of LMFAO's I'm Sexy and I Know It called I'm Blessed and I Know It, which is it's, the real it's one. Number one, it is I am blessed and I know it. We work hard. When I walk in the world, this is what I see. Blessings raining down as I'm falling to my feet. I got a passion in my heart, and I ain't They definitely did this at a Pentecostal church, bro. For sure. I'm blessed, and I know it. Oh my gosh. Hey, so what happens if we get the question wrong? <laughs> you don't get a point. So far, everybody's got okay, it right. All right cool, Wait, all listen, right. y'all. Here's the thing that's hilarious. There are some there are some kids whose parents don't let them listen to this type of music, but they find these parodies, and so they let them listen to it. And then they get to college, and they hear the real song, and they're like, "Oh wait, I thought this song was called I'm Blessed and I Know It.'" And all the friends make fun of them. No, nah, Jamie, don't say that, bro. <laughs> there are people out there that would do that. I, I listen to edited hip hop. I still do. I always have. I still do. Because in high it's school, okay. good youth group kid, I bought my CDs cool at Walmart. Always edited hip hop is different than this. Radio. I'm no, cool no, no, no. That. I was this I was at devil. a Kendrick concert once, and I heard the real lyrics of a couple songs. I was like, oh, <laughs> like I didn't even know it said that. And I'm an adult, so anyway. All right, uh, all right, Derek, you're up. Here we go. Parody of Black Eyed Peas' "Boom Boom Pow" called "Boom Boom Power." Or a parody of Katy, uh, Katy Perry's Firework called Faith Works, which is a real one. I feel like Black Eyed Peas would just work 
So we're just going to go with that one. Boom, Is boom, that power. It? Boom, boom, power. Yeah, this sound like some life in Christ is great. We got that Holy Spirit. Come on, you can't deny it. Go fill it out. Wanna kick cat. Gotta kick cat. What what a kick cat? What is that gonna do? What is this? What kind of what kind of church is this? What kind of church they got going on over there? Maybe it was for their Halloween harvest festival. That's true. Like they're handing out the kit. Yep, trunk or treat. You know, Holy Ghost weenie roast. They're handing out Kit Kats to the kids. All right, everybody's tied too. All right, I don't know why we have two left. We have two left, so I don't know what's going on with that. But here we go. Hey man, Jesse, you're up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, parody of Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling called "I Got a Feeling." Tonight's gonna be a God night. Oh no! Or a parody of Village People's YMCA called YHWH. I guess for Yahweh. No, please, no, no. please no, let no, it be no, that. No. Please no. let it be the Village no, People. No, please, no. that's my okay. guess. No, no, no. The Israelite rabbis believe that God's name was so holy, it couldn't even be spoken or written. You fast forward about 4,000 years. This is what this is what we're doing. Okay. This, they wouldn't even utter his, they wouldn't even utter Yahweh. And we've turned it into village, a village people. people parody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, Jamie, here we go. Parody of Ta- Teo Cruz's, Tao Cruz's Dynamite called Shine Your Light or a parody of Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild called Born Again Child, which is the real one. <laughs> I think it's Born Again Child. All of these. <laughs> <laughs> you know they played this on a Sunday and the band was going wild. <laughs> hey, so there's a little twist to this game. There have been no wrong answers. Everything I I've listed it. was oh real. My God. Freaking new it. I'm Every, like, bro, there's no way. Bro. If you want to hear all of these, go check out the article at relevantmagazine.com because yeah. we have Please all. Can, can this be a Spotify playlist? You know? Can this be the question of the week? I need to hear all of the parodies that your church has done. <laughs> For real. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Hey, we were asking it, last show, like, what do you do when you're bored? Apparently, this you write song parodies. This is what people yep. do. Yep. Holy cow. These are all real. Hey, Put it on crazy. Sunday instead of Friday. Play a little Sunday instead of Friday. I want to hear Sunday. It's Sunday, Sunday. Heading to church on Sunday. <laughs> why would you remake a bad song? <laughs> like, why would you parody a song that's not that good to make an even worse version of it? They did that at middle school youth group. That's how they welcomed them in. Like, come oh, on in, no. guys. Oh, that's true. Oh, my god. Why gosh. would you do this, man? Okay, hey, I want to hear one last one. Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, called Put It On. I want to hear that one. Let's see. Yeah, what is Put It On? But God offers us some help, 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 help. Gives us a brand new self, 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 self. Put your own life on the shelf, 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 shelf. Need to put it on. Put it 
shoot me. Right now. Shoot me. Is it the armor? She's talking about putting on your armor of God? On your new self. Good. Good. Checks out. See, I thought I thought maybe it was gonna be a modesty parody. Like, like it was clothes. like put on more clothes. No, <laughs> yeah. she's armor of God. She's going straight medieval on it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Wow. Good. Well, shoot me. That's hilarious. Go go check them all out. Well, listen, before we wrap, I actually want to uh, let the listeners know the the person on the ones and twos back there playing those those uh, tracks for us. Clark is this is his last show with us. He is moving on. Uh, to a new organization, taking on some new challenges. He's been with Relevant for four years. You've known him on the show. We're going to miss you, Clark. We wish you all the best. You want to say anything? Oh, man, I just, you know, I I love everyone on this cast. You guys are doing a great job, and the show's going to keep rocking. So really been really been a, a great few we years appreciate you man we yeah. love you clark we love you man we love you homie appreciate everything you've done the <clears throat> voice cracking and stuff man we love you dog excited for what's next for you yeah. love you guys stay in touch big homie for real you got my yes. information hit me up stay in touch bro well before we wrap things i want to thank john mark mcmillan for joining us today it's always a pleasure having him on i love his music and he's a it's fun to have him on the show. Hey, uh, a couple updates. Head over to relevantmagazine.com to see all of our daily content and sign up for Relevant Plus to get exclusive features on the site, um, ad-free reading, unlimited reading on the site, plus, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, exclusive podcast, this podcast ad-free, an ex- uh, subscriber edition of the magazine, and so much more. Uh, find out all the information by clicking the Relevant Plus tab. Plans start as low as two fifty dollars a month. Also, while you're at the site, make sure to check out our spring digital issue featuring conversations with Bob Goff, Channing Tatum, Brooke Ligertwood, Adam McKay, Ryan Reynolds. It is a jam-packed lineup. You can see the ad-supported free version at the site. Also, while you're there, check out our daily devotional series, Deeper Walk, which is presented by Lumo. There's a morning devotional email you can get, or you can check it out under our faith section uh, on the website. And if you like the show, if you like what you're hearing, Tell people, rate us, review us wherever you listen, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other major platforms. It helps the algorithm, helps people find the show, and we like the feedback. Also, uh, if you're interested in working with us, we have been posting some job openings at Relevant. You can find out all the information at RelevantMagazine.com. We'd love to hear from you if you're very, very, very good at what you do. (laughs) Okay, on that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Jamie Ivey. I'm Derek Miner. And hey, Clark. Get on your last show. Yeah. Say say your goodbye. And I'm Clark Flippo. There Yay. you go. Yay. Nice, we'll see man. you guys next time. Oh, little Adios, warning. everybody. Next show, next show <laughs> is a bunch of the guys in Wyoming. So I'm warning you now, you might want to skip the next couple of podcasts. So. <laughs> or not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm tuning in for that. For listening to the relevant podcast check out our features interviews and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com and make sure to follow relevant on facebook twitter and instagram for the latest for more great podcasts browse the shows on the relevant podcast network which you can find at our site and while you're there don't miss the all-new era of relevant magazine a new issue releases every other month at relevantmagazine.com
eat spiders that taste like Cheetos. Relevant Podcast Network.